Hi, this is Stuart Weems and welcome to the Investopoly podcast. My goal is to give you simple, easy to understand insight strategies and tips to help you master the game of building wealth. And in this episode, what I'd like to talk about is worrying about money. My guess is that everyone that's listening to this blog has probably at some point in their time uh, stressed about money and financial stress can be a terrible thing. Uh, you know, the thing is, however, that stress actually doesn't change the outcomes it just ruins your day so uh, there's obviously no point about worrying about money as long as you're taking all the right actions and so I believe that there's some people that should worry about money and other people that shouldn't worry about money and worry is typically very much a short-term thing so you know you can be doing all the right actions but through no fault of your own because of circumstances, you're in a financial situation that's very tight. Now, you can sit there and stress about it or just know that you've done everything that you could possibly do in the past to, to position yourself, to give yourself the, the best position to deal with that and that whatever happens will happen and certainly worrying about it uh, won't matter. So I think there's four questions you can ask yourself to really determine if you should worry about money. The first one is, do you spend without any consideration of the future? So do you think before you spend or you take the attitude that, hey, you only live once, could be dead tomorrow, so I might as well buy it. You know, unfortunately, everything in life is about moderation. And, you know, it sounds boring, but it's really true if you think about sort of everything, you know, how you eat and your healthy lifestyle and these sorts of things. It's all about moderation, not necessarily denying ourselves the things that give us pleasure, but also by the same token, not just... Um, consuming with abundance everything that gives us pleasure just going for that short-term uh, hit of, of dopamine short-term satisfaction uh, and not practicing any really delayed gratification so it's really about balance and building wealth is is a journey it takes many years and it should be one that we should enjoy uh, so sometimes we need to make sacrifices or compromises we certainly have to live within our means and that means that um, you know, we all can't go out and buy $10,000 bottles of wine, not that everyone would do that, but, you know, if you've got an income of billions of dollars, then spending $10,000 on a bottle of wine, probably not such a big deal. But if you're on a very finite income, then it's absolutely ridiculous. Now, that's an extreme example, but it really comes to, you know, do you, are you deliberate, are you prudent with your expenditure? The second question is, uh, do you have an idea about how much you spend on general living expenses. When I say have an idea, can you tell me plus or minus $10,000 a year with accuracy how much you're spending? Because it, the interesting thing is that 80% of the prospective clients that I meet can't tell me. Now, when I talk about general living expenses, I'm talking about everything excluding mortgage repayments, any investment expenses, school fees and holidays. So school, uh, the holidays is the large lumpy discretionary items, but really just general living expenses, which is really includes everything on health, insurance, rates, um, food, clothing, all those sorts of things that we spend on that, that's going to contribute to our standard of living. Um, there's two observations or points that I'd like to make here. Firstly, you cannot manage what you don't measure. So knowing how much, how can you uh, work out if you're spending too much if you have no idea what you are actually spending? Um, and the interesting thing is that just merely knowing how much we spend typically brings it into line. The second thing is that most people materially underestimate how much they spend. 
So if they don't actually sit down and work it out, they might guess, oh, look, I reckon I spent $80,000 a year. And when they sit down and work it out, they, they, they realize they're spending $110,000 and they're blown away by that. So um, the problem there is that there's often lots of small transactions and they, they, we, we underestimate how much they really add up to over a year. And that's why we really need to sit down and kind of work it out. And I've certainly written lots of blogs uh, about this, so you can go to our website and, and search uh, for those. Um, as I said before, just merely knowing how much you, you spend and where it's going is typically enough to bring it into line. So it's not a case of really necessarily, in my experience, needing to do any more than that. Just at a very high level, probably every six to nine months, sit down, work out on a monthly basis, you know, where, where it's all going. The third question is, do you regularly contribute a percentage of your income towards investment or debt, debt reduction? You know, there's an old adage of pay yourself first, or as Warren Buffett uh, says, do not save what's left over after spending, spend what's left over after saving, which is uh, obviously really good advice. Uh, so everyone must contribute to an annual savings amount. So that could go towards um, accelerated debt repayments, additional super contributions, investment in shares, or or go towards servicing investment loan or something like that, something that goes towards really building your financial future. And it's not necessarily the quantum of the amount, it's more the consistency of the amount. So if I sit down and work out, okay, I'm going to put $10,000 towards my future and this year I'm just going to put it off uh, pay it against my home loan and next year maybe I'm going to invest in shares or something but you know just depending on what your long-term strategy is uh, but it's the consistency which you do it so you can't just put in ten thousand dollars this year and then nothing the next year and nothing the following year and then 30 grand the, in that fourth year you know it's it's very hard then to plan or build a long-term plan if you don't have that consistency and the discipline to follow through with it. So some years it's going to be easy because your cash flow is higher than what you expected. Other years it's going to be more difficult because maybe some unforeseen expenses cropped up. But it's really the consistency to committing to that um, uh, that cash flow. Now the benefit is that you can then, if you've got some money left over, enjoy some guilt-free spending. You know, if you know that you've already contributed the $20,000 that you wanted to this year towards your financial future and you get a bonus at work, well, you know, you can um, potentially decide to use that bonus and go on a holiday or, or do something like that. The fourth question and last question is, do you have a long-term plan? You know, you don't need a map until you have a destination. And so your destination really is about working out what age do you want to retire and how much money do you need to be able to comfortably retire. Uh, and then once you have that destination, you can then work out how much you need to invest and what, how are your existing investment assets going to perform over that long run and w whether that's enough. Um, and therefore, until you've done that planning exercise, you can't really work out whether one, your existing assets are appropriate and two, how much you need to invest in, in additional monies to be actually reach your goal. So a long-term plan provides a context for making those decisions. Therefore, in summary, if you're prudent with your expenditure, if you know where your money is going, if you regularly contribute towards your financial future, and if you're working towards a long-term plan, then chances are you have nothing to worry about. And when you find that you're worrying about money, you just need to remind yourself that um, really it's all about the actions that you've taken. 
you know, the actions that you've taken over the last number of years have got you here today. So there's nothing you can do to unwind those actions. Worrying about it's not going to worry, not going to change the outcome. Instead, what you need to do is uh, change your actions if you don't like the results. But it will be what will be, and typically a worry, the worry that comes up it isn't necessarily logical. It's emotional, doesn't necessarily have a lot of bar, bar, uh, basis, and all it does is ruin your day, so forget about it. Ironically, I find the people that don't worry about money are probably the ones that should worry a little bit more about it. So if you're not doing those four things, then certainly uh, what you can do is a bit of a takeaway, uh, and, and there's more links in the show note, is do something about it. So until next week, bye for now.